Hey, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Straight Out the Den podcast. Uh, I am last name good. I got it right this time. Hey, this week we were broadcasting live from Adventure Time ATL. Uh, very dope concept. It's a, it's practically an indoor festival, right? Uh, at this place called the Art Exchange, and it's that's an old school. So um, I was set up in the hallway. And it was pretty much like you remember in high school when classes would change and people are just roaming the hallways and you had all different types of people. Uh, you had athletes, you had, uh, you know, the cheerleaders, you had the the, the uh, AP people in the IB, uh, you had um, regular kids, you, you just had everybody, you know, you had the golf kids and all of that. But this is what Adventure Time felt like. Everybody was just in the mix. I was in the uh, hallway. Uh, teaming up with the homie Olin, uh, aka Spoots McGee, we we sat down and uh, had a dope conversation and just had different artists uh, come to the table. But uh, what really happened that was what was super dope was uh, the homely, homie um, Alan Thomas uh, caught up with us right when we were getting ready to leave. We was actually getting ready to pack up and I saw him coming down the hallway. And he was like, hey, man, are, are we doing this? Are we doing this? And I was like, yeah, we definitely got to do it. So we sat down and what was going to be about 10, 15 minutes ended up turning to almost an hour. Uh, so I decided to go ahead and put that out first, um, uh, the episode with Alan Thomas. So, hey, no sponsors this week. Uh, if you guys do want to be a sponsor on the Straight Out the Den podcast, just reach out. If we dig your product and we think it's a match that'll fit our audience, we'll definitely uh, make that work. Just uh, know that today's podcast. We are part of the Indie Creative Network. It's super dope. Uh, just a collective of, of dope individuals coming together uh, with one common goal. And uh, that's really just give you guys great content from people of color. So uh, check out IndieCreativeNetwork.com. and super dope. Uh, there are other podcasts on the network uh, that, that you guys would definitely enjoy. And I also enjoy, uh, especially like the Barbershop Podcast and the homie DJ Fire Me Up. I rock with those two super heavy Uh Therm, the e EMA podcast, and um, there are a couple of others, man. Elite Music. There, there are so many dope podcasts. Just go there and check it out. Uh, trust me, you guys definitely will find something that you like there. Trust me. You just go there and look around. Uh, but we're going to get right into the episode. Like I said, it's with Alan Thomas, a uh, super dope cat uh, here out of, from the east side of Atlanta. And uh, we sat down, like I said, for a little over an hour and just we talked about everything. He even started interviewing me for a little bit, man, which was, uh, you know, it was kind of dope to be on the other side of the microphone. So um, you guys enjoy. Uh, check it out. Oh, before I forget, two things. 678-872-2227. Don't forget to call me, text me. If you guys have any ideas, any, um, you know, new new topics that you want me to speak on, uh, make sure you you send those questions and, and concerns there. And I'll get them automatically right to my cell phone. I'll be able to reach out to you guys. So uh, super dope. Would, would definitely appreciate if you guys continue to do that. Also, we have Straight Out to Den merch available now on the website is straight out the slash shop you go there i also put that in the show notes so you guys can just actually click on it. it'll be a little bit easier for you but uh, we have all kind of things we got uh, snapbacks we got dad hats uh, we got t-shirts we have um hoodies which we're getting ready to retire soon so hey it's, it's starting to be spring and you know, it's starting to warm up a little bit, so I'm going to retire the hoodies uh, fairly soon. So make sure you go and get those now uh, while you still can. But other than that, enjoy the episode with Alan Thomas. And once again, love you guys. 
So look, man, we here uh, live at Adventure Time ATL. Do, 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 do. We got the homie Alan Thomas in the building. What's going on, world? Oh man, I'm cool and cool. Edward Thomas in this thing, man. Alan Thomas, aka the Weatherman, aka DJ Forecast, aka the Archbishop of Decatur, aka Divine Band. You already know what it is, Decatur. <laughs> All in this guy, man. What up, Jay? Good. Hey, How you man. living, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Like so. The homie Spoos McGee was here. He, he's been with me for the whole night for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we was talking about. Shout out Spoos McGee. Shout out whole winning team. Yeah. Shout out everybody over everybody. there, bro. So we was talking about uh, the Paid in America Live. And, like, oh, how that you, was um, a fucking legendary crazy. moment. Crazy. Monstrous moment. Look at this yeah. monster right here. Nino Augustine just walked in the building. Nino Augustine. What's he's going in on, the man? building, bro. What's going Good on? Good horse win in the building. Only positive energy in this bitch. Hey, we here. We here, man. Straight but out yo, of the damn podcast. Paid in man. America, that was an absolute moment, bro. If you yeah. were not there, you missed on something monumental, monumental, man. Shout out Jay Good, last oh, name man. Good, Jay Coop, bro. Real monsters, man. Dude. Let me talk to you a little bit, okay. man. Okay, oh, oh, I'm getting interviewed. Was, I love it, I yeah, love man. it. Yeah, man, talk to me. Tell me a little bit. What was that process like, you and Jay Coop? Like, was, did y'all lock down? Were y'all always together? Oh, yeah, for the album? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like, that whole album was created... Um, the majority of it was recorded at my, um, my spot, and then um, other portions was at Coop's crib. And so... We, I mean, but everything was from scratch. So, you know, we would build the album, started working on it. I uh, had this idea to, um, it was going to be like like three or four songs. And then we kind of just like, no, man, this is sounding good. Let's keep going. And so we just, we were vibing, man. And we caught a vibe and we just kept going. It was super dope. We had an idea. Very And dope. the theme kind of just came together as we were creating. So it was, it was dope, man. It was super so, dope. Okay, so here's another question. Did you guys decide to do it before or after Donald Trump got elected? No. Okay, so here's the crazy part, right? So we were already recording this EP. We was working on the EP. And then, um, Alan Thomas, you got a fan. You got a fan right here. So um, in the midst of that, we had this idea when we, the song Red Light, that video you yeah. saw, we had the idea when we first recorded that song. That was one of the first songs we recorded. Yeah. And it was like, keep it moving, never see the red light. It was like, man, like, dude, how cool would it be like, if Donald Trump was like in an ice cream truck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, we had this idea, and it just so happened because at the time, nobody thought that Donald Trump was going to become president. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody. So it was like, oh, man, it's cool. He said that he's going to run, so we can kind of poke fun at it. And it just became this thing. Like, it actually came around when we was trying to release the album. It was like, hold on. Like, we can really play off of this. Yeah, And it yeah, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it, it kind of just formed its own thing, and, and we kind of went from there. That shit. And, I mean, it really – it was really perfect, man. I really enjoyed a lot of the themes. I mean, of course – you know, considering that what happened, it, right, right. it seems timely, and it really—I mean, it's it's it's, it's heavy hitting. Right. How long have you been making beats? How long have you been producing? Oh man, like crazy thing is, I started production in high school. I was around okay. like um, maybe like thirteen or fourteen when okay. I really got into it. Like my dad always did music, and so it was it was always around, but I didn't really personally get into it in like early high school, like ninth grade, eight or ninth grade. And but I, I started taking it serious once I got to college, and um. Just started, like, really vibing out, getting into the music. The crazy thing is, like, I was in the initial part, I was in that placement game, so I was making, working with different songwriters, creating hooks, right, right. and trying to shop records. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't working. Like, it was kind of like a hurry up and wait. I'll create all this great material, then I'll send it out and wait for people. Yeah, And yeah. so uh, around 2011, 2012, I came up with this idea. It was like, I already had Straight Out of Den. That was the original name of the production company. I was like, I have straightoutofden.com, so I was like, Oh, cool. Let me just like make a blog and right. like and, and do this podcast. Yeah. And so I, I, I formed this. And about a year ago, it was well, not even a year ago, a couple of months ago, actually, it was just like, man, you know what? It's so crazy. 
everybody that knows straight out the den now only know it for like hip hop blog. They yeah. don't know it for production. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't know that I produce. Yeah. So I had to come up with this idea like, okay, I gotta just rebrand myself as a producer. Yeah. And so I just changed it and made it last name Man. good. And that's that's how we are, you know. I mean, and I mean, you've seen it's like all of the aesthetics are so solid. I love it. It's very thanks, thanks, like man. it's very like I, 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 it's like DMC kind of esque, you know, with just right, right. how it's just like it's not really no gimmicks, you know. It's just no really gimmicks. this is what it is, and I right. just I like shit like that. Very minimal, thanks, man, bro, but it's thanks. strong. Thank Shout you. out Jay Good, man. Shout out Last Name Good. Shout out Jay Coop, bro. What, so tell me, what is he like in the in the in the production? See, I'm just going in right now. I love interviewing real creators, man, and I'm in the oh, building man. with a with a real fucking creative, man. Jay hey, Good. Bro, it's so all what good. is Jay Coop? What is, what is it like working with Jay Coop? Is he easy? Is he real fucking? Man, like? it's super easy working with Coop. So I'll tell you, like, bro, like, um, when me and Coop, typically how how our sessions went, right? We, we started from a blank canvas, so we didn't start with this idea of paid in America. We okay. just started creating music. We, me and Coop, we worked together over time. Like, I produce I'm Rich. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you know Coop's Pimp Type Player album. Yeah, yeah. But I, I produced that on that. That was how me and him connected. So I produced, like, it was me and introspective minds. We produced that whole album. That's, that's yeah. a fucking cold record. If y'all haven't heard it, look up Pimp Type Player. Pimp Type Player. And so that's how we connected. And but like, shout out introspective minds. Too. Oh yeah, they super dope. I, I get mad at them every time I hear a beat because oh I want to know the sound behind they chop those. And samples. true, shout out Truth Hayes. Oh too, yeah, Truth Hayes man, is super dope. This is a cold man. Winning team, y'all got some hey, man. cold dudes over there, just, bro. We, we we just create, man. We create. How do and, you um, feel about y'all progress? I mean, I know I'm skipping around right now. No, no. How you do y'all cool. feel about y'all progress, bro? Everybody is really like, you know, I see y'all moving so hard right now, cuz, and it's like. Is really just expanding the web right now. Right, guys. right. I love seeing that shit, bro. Man, it's just like I think what it is is no egos. We kind of like when it's when it's one person's time to go, everybody gets behind that one person. We just go, you know. When when Truth have a project, and I'm not even like an official member of the winning team. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I'm adopted. Dude, Jay Good, like the red man of winning team. Oh guys. man, dude, <laughs> I, I'm like I just I jumped in. I was like, no, dude, I'm here. Like I'm I'm producing for y'all. I'm like engineering the projects, <laughs> like so you know I, I engineered, I mixed and, and mastered um, Truth's album. Yeah. Uh, As a good, cold record. Oh classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, Mark, Mark Luther opinion. King. Really, um, I mean, uh, beautiful. Of record. course, the Paid in America album yeah. and uh, Good Day, Good Day ATL. I, um, I mixed and mastered all all of those projects. So I'm like, oh, and um, Good Morning Badu, like the Winnie yeah, Price. Oh, so, you classic. Know, yeah, yeah, man. So I, I'm just there. I'm I'm the go-to. Well, I'm, I'm not even the go-to. I'm like. I'm there for whatever they need. You know, I'm just like, I, I, I force myself in the circle, put it like that. I've always, and you know, I heard a quote one time where um, uh, my mom, she told me this, where the most successful people, they always look to, um, they, they, they look at the situations and they go, and, and successful people, they look at the situation and go like, how can I make this work out for everybody? Right, people, right. Some selfish people, they'll look at it and be like, how can I make this work for myself? Right, that, that. That separates everyone. Like, once you figure out how to help other people, it's crazy. Like, it's something as simple as learning to help other people. Yeah. Once you learn how to help other people and spread good, shout out to Classic. Shout out Classic. classic. <laughs> George F. Baker just walked by. Yeah. George fucking Baker the third. Can I cuss? Oh, yeah. You just bleep it good. out. You're good. You're good. No, no, you're good. Yeah. But it's like, once you learn how to, like, genuinely help people. Yeah. Everything falls in place, bro. Like, everything. Like, it, when, once it stops becoming about you and you just, like, lend a hand. It's just amazing because, I mean, and it takes special people to understand that, like, you, if you believe in what you're doing, you're going to get your shot. You're going to get your shot. You're going to get your shot. Because what's for you is for you until you give up. 
Right. Period. Don't give up. Yeah. Just keep Man, pushing. Man, with that, I mean, we're going to get real inspirational, but I know this oh, is Oh, you good. Say, you good. I turned this into about you, but I know you had some questions for me. I mean, so. man, look. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it, dude. Like, you know, it's crazy, like, being on this side of the microphone. I'm so used to doing the interview, and so, yeah. like, when people want to interview me, I just, I'm like, shoot, let's do it. I let's mean, you're kind of an enigma, dude. Like, I, pay, oh, man. I, I really enjoy, I enjoy you guys. I enjoy your, your your material. Even before you guys started really doing more of the live stuff, I love, right, right. like, your, your, like the, the interview you did with Miles, formerly oh, known yeah. as Pluto Smith. Uh, right. The Olin one was really inspirational. Oh, I love that bro, one. Thanks. Melody Range, she had a really good oh, one. Oh, yeah, When yeah, you yeah. had Earth Gang back in the day. Shout out to like, Earth Gang. Shout out to Spillage Early, early dude. And yeah. I had Jid on the podcast. And I mean, it's just, I mean, and you've always been one of those dudes to me. And it's like, I want to be, I like to know about the person. I'm one right. of those dudes. So, but, And I know there's other people out there, too. So it's like anybody who's a fan of Jay Good, I got the questions, cuz. Hey, man. Hey, Alan Thomas. You can find hey. me on Instagram, too. Do it. IG, do it. <laughs> Alan Thomas. A-L-L-E-N-T-H-O-M-A-S. That's Alan the right way, nigga. Oh, uh, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> no so, A-M. So uh, have you performed yet? Yeah, I actually performed earlier. I was the first one. Oh, man. Like, dude, I've been out here. I haven't seen any performances. Yeah, so I it's kind of like... I, I had to open up because I'm actually I I actually was opening up for Devin the Dude tonight too. Oh, so dope, dope, I had dope. to I had to open up here and then run right over to aisle five and go do that and come back over here. Oh, so how was the Devin the Dude? Uh, uh, show? It was actually it was a blessing. It was a real good show, but I'm not gonna lie, I bombed the fuck out of it. Really? Yeah, and this is what this is a crazy story. This is one of, and this is like the craziest shit that has ever happened to me. So we get on stage. And we're killing it. Everything mm -hmm. is great. Like this is like the sound. Shout out my dude Giovanni, good, bro. bro. Yo, uh, my dude, uh, the sound was perfect, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ain't never. I've never heard a sound dude that cared so much about the sound. It right, sounded so right. right. Um, and I had my young dude. He um, he was doing some songs with me, so I had him doing some songs. And I'm talking to my DJ. He's passing me the mic, and mm. I drop it on his laptop ah. with the songs playing. Oh. The whole thing freezes. Everything freezes, cuz. He oh. has to start the computer over in the middle of the set, bro. And we just have to, like, acapella for a straight 15 minutes. Oh. Yo, like, it was the most awkward thing ever, but we killed it. Yeah. We killed, We ended up We ended up kind of doing, you know, it was, it was just some cool shit, but it was just, like, dog. Like, the worst thing you could ever imagine happening during it a happened. sold out. The show was sold, sold out. Sold out, yeah. I've never played for a sold out crowd before. And Devin the Dudes crowds, they're real, they're very tough. Right. But it was, it was, it, it actually went, it, it went over real good. Shout out Devin the Dudes. Shout out Speakeasy Promotions. They was looking out. Uh, but it was a real good show. Um, but it was just one of those things where the bad juju happens, hit sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. But the thing is, though, you kept going. Yeah. And like, you acknowledged it, like, okay, this happened. Then, okay, let's, let's flip it and keep going. Yeah. And I mean, flip I have Nia Briss in the building. Nia Briss, we introduced her early. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Sky. Um, I am the founder of Sky's Forecast, S-E-I-S Forecast. Please follow me. Website dropping in the next week or so. So hit me up. Support black businesses, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Always. Always. <laughs> nice. So but yeah, no, the show was actually real good. Um, this event, uh, Adventure Time ATL, shout out the Good Jews family. Oh, yeah. Shout out straight out to the den. Shout out everybody that really helped make this happen. But this was a really good, uh, this was really good. I'm having oh, yeah. fun, bro. And really this whole, this whole journey, you know. It's you know a lot of a lot of the, the, the hiccups or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. shit, but I'm having fun. Like I feel like That's bro, what it's like all this about. shit is. We, I'm having I'm enjoying this shit, cuz and it's like and I'm growing in the process and it's right, like dog right. like and I love it too. Like I couldn't I couldn't think of anything I would ever be wanting mm. to do and fucking up on stage in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> you know like I would never. But it's 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 an experience. It's a memorable moment. It's something that yep. will always you know next time to take the yes. mic on. 
on the opposite yes, side of the computer. Yes. <laughs> bro, I promise you, because I was like, bro. And you know what I said, bro? I was like, bro. Me and my, and you know, we never, me and my band, we usually never smoke. It's a, it's a ritual. I have a band. Right. I have my DJ, my background vocalist. That's my band. Mm -hmm. uh, really, you know, in hip hop, we call that a crew. But um, we never, we ritually never smoke before we go on stage. It's definitely a dude. Cause yeah, it's going to kind of happen. That, we got, it's like, bro, we, we couldn't help it. We get on stage, and I feel like somebody had, somebody was wishing that bad juju on us. Oh, man. We should have prayed and got down, get the, got the sage on before right, we right. got on stage. Shout out my dude Bernard real quick. I don't yeah. have a lighter. But yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, we don't. We uh, we we had at the end of the day, we had fun, and I'm right. having fun doing this shit, man. Shout out my whole team, bro. I got a really good group of people behind me, man, and they really want to see me win. That's the difference, man, between mm -hmm. you know really like really strong movements, man. You gotta have people behind you that really wanna that see want to see you win. That want to see you win, and you like perfect example. That's Bernard, right? That's yeah. Bernard. Bernard just walked by. He had an Alan Thomas T-shirt on. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's beautiful, That's man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, that's, he, that's and I mean, he, be he begs me, bro. Like, bro, when is the new shirt coming out? Like, as I really enjoy, it's genuine, cousin. It feels, you know, and we're going to go through stuff. We go through fuss shit, cuz. Right, we go right. through, you know, arguments, man. And it's all, at the end of the day, bro, we know what, we're, we know what it's all about. Right, right. It's just, I mean, it's, it's a matter of time, man. It's time and like... Yep. You got. You just got to get the right people in your corner. Once you get, and you know it too. Once you find the right people in your corner, it's like, okay, that's the team. Yep. Solidify. We're not deviating away from this plan. And in my experience, the um the people have kind of like, they've kind of found me. You know, like I've Dope. been doing like I just I make sure to do what I do and try to level up every single thing I can. Mm -hmm. And then people, good people, will come and be like, bro, I see you working. I see that maybe I can help you with this. Mm. Can I just and that. That's beautiful. That's when you know, like, it's that's when it's real. Cause it's absolutely. Like, I it's I don't know. I don't know. It's something. It's, it's just it's just beautiful, man. And I feel like if I ask people, I want to give them a check. But when you have people who really want to see you win and they just want to just want to help because they can see that they could fit, man. Like it's just beautiful. Shout out my DJ Jug Knight, man. Come over, Jug Knight. Say some words. There bro. he is. Real East Side shit, bro. Look at him, man. He's trying to cake right now, man. He's taking so long. Shout out to Dan in the building. <laughs> Nice. Say something in the mic, bro. Hey, it was good. Shout out to Alan Thomas. This nigga just killed two shows. <laughs> no matter what the fuck these niggas say. Uh, <laughs> you know? shout, out, shout out to uh, Straight, Straight Out, out the, the Dead. Day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm heavy. Thanks, yes. bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. These niggas, uh, shout out to Santiago and G. They just saw me out at Mandeville Monthly. They fuck with me heavy. I fuck with them heavy. I fuck with your mom heavy. I fuck with your mom. <laughs> I, fuck with, I fuck with this nigga heavy. I fuck with this nigga heavy. I fuck with you, cuz. Bernard heavy. Heavy. Yes, Bernard in the building. Nigga. Naya Lyrical out there somewhere, man. I fuck with her heavy, cuz this finna be a wretched ass interview, bro. Dead ass, man. I mean, it just What's feels up? good, man. I got I got my full support. What's up, God? It's this. Look, it's this an is interview. straight out the den podcast, man. Right here. Take a picture of this and follow. Straight out the den. We support all underground hip-hop. We're based here in Atlanta, man. We got the podcast. Every week we drop a podcast every Thursday. We either going to be talking to a dope MC like we're doing with Alan Thomas, or we're going to be giving you indie advice on how to survive the indie. Uh, indie. Oh, okay, what? Picture time. What's up? Picture time. What's yeah, up? yeah, 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 yeah. So, Let's look, go. while we, are we doing picture time, Jay Good? Tell me, tell me what's some of the best advice you've ever gotten as a creator? As a creator. What's some of the best advice you've ever gotten as a creator? Real talk, the best advice I, that, that I've ever received. Hey, thanks for coming by, bro. Thanks for coming by. Shout out to you, bro. The best advice I ever received was, like, put yourself on the schedule. 
What do you uh, talk about that? Put yourself on the schedule because what most of the time, like the biggest problem that people have is they say they don't have enough time. Mm. Nobody has enough time. And so what I learned too is like figure out what I want to do and literally put myself on the schedule. So like okay. tonight, it was on the schedule to be here from seven to two. Yeah. It's on the schedule. So yeah. once it's on the schedule, I stick with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anything in life, like, and, and it doesn't leave a lot of room for like deviating away from that. I mean, you got to really have some error. type of flexibility. Yeah. But you got to know, like, have a schedule and stick with it. So if it's like, if I if I plan to be somewhere at nine, I'm gonna be there by nine. And and I, I cut out the chunk of time and I just do it. I limit distractions, so I mm. don't watch a lot of television. If I do, I probably pick like one day out of the week, and I'm really watching TV and I'm not doing anything else. But other than that, man, I just I just grind. I just work. I don't make excuses. Yeah. Don't make excuses and just go. You the real mad scientist, creative type. Oh like, man, you just motherfucking just nah, 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 dude, tapping all the buttons type. Man, real soft, real quiet. You you always been the quiet dude. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. He always in the cut, straight slick, bro. But hey, get, man. get him on the turntables, man. That nigga crazy, bro. Dude, I, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. And rest in peace, Thomas Gilliard. I don't know if you know Thomas Gilliard. Who um, is that? For the people who don't know, who's Thomas? Thomas Gilliard, man, he's a dope artist. He, he's from Columbus, Georgia, but he passed like um, he passed a couple of months ago, motorcycle uh, accident. But okay. um, R.I.P. to my guy. Yeah, R.I.P. But me and him, we did a lot of work, and, and I'll never forget a conversation that we had. Like, you know, I was working with him as a producer. Yeah. And he was like, um, he was doing these events in Atlanta called Underground Railroad and uh, at, at Apache Cafe. And, you know, he invited me as a media personnel. I came there and, and shot a couple of, uh, you know, I was, I was doing, you know, shooting videos. And I was, you know, he called me. He was like, yo, man, like, um, so who, who edited the footage? I was like, oh, yeah, I edited the footage. He was like, so, uh, and you did the music, too, right? I was like, yeah, I did the music. He was like, and you run the blog? I was like, yeah, and you do podcasts. I was like, yeah. He was like, dude, like, you, you like the Swiss Army knife of hip-hop. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm, 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 that's, I'm taking that. I'm telling you. And like I love that. That was that was like I mean, and he he's gone now, man. But I I'll never forget that conversation. Like he called me the Swiss Army knife of hip hop. And I was just like, dude, like that's love, bro. Yeah, it's just, that's you know, fire. I I decided to not like put myself in a box. I'm like I'm just gonna be creative and and do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And you know, at times I take off. So I might take off and create an album with Jay Coop. You know, and I'll come back, I'll blog it. But, you know, it's certain things. Just, it's that scheduling. Yeah, yeah. That's how I was able like, okay, we're going to create this album, boom. So it, sometimes you're going to get people upset because you can't be everywhere. Like yeah, when I was working yeah. working on this album with Coop, I couldn't work with all the other artists that I like working with. I had to like, hey, I don't have the time. Yeah. And it rubbed people the wrong way because, you know, some people are used to work with him, but it's just like, Hey, I, I gotta focus on this, and then I'm I'm coming back. I you know I didn't forget about you, but right now I just gotta do yeah. this. Yeah, I mean that's kind of I feel like most people who aren't really, you know, shout out to everybody, but I feel like most people who really aren't creatives they struggle with that part, you know, because if you right. really a lot of the people who I know are really like in it, they recognize that it's like maybe we might plan something, right? But sometimes you know shit just happens because right, right. I'm always flexible to where it's like if I have to rearrange priorities. If something happens, if I get a creator's like tonight, mm -hmm. tonight I could just decide, damn, I want to make a whole album in the next month. I don't want to do nothing else. I just want to lock in, period. You know, I'm going to have to tell people, I might have some features. Hey, bro, I might have to come back to this. Right. I might right. have to come back to this. I might have to come back, you know. Right. I might have some people that just want to be, hey, can you be a part of my event? I'm, I, I might have to I might have to pump the brakes because I got to focus. And it's right. just like, I completely get that part. And I just, I'm, I, for a while, I, I struggled with saying no. 
I struggle with saying no. That I'm was going to be the other thing. I was like, man, you got to know, you got to learn when to say no. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, for myself, honestly, do I'm naturally the, the helper. I like to help. Yeah. I like to help people. But it's I just had like to, we were talking about earlier, like you want to be right. able to be put in a situation and be used and, be, and have people be able to right. and be able to make something dope Absolutely. using your full potential. But sometimes it's just like you can't. I mean, man, I, I, I really, like you said, I had to learn how to say no because I was I was stressing myself too much. Yeah. I was trying to help this person, this person. And then what happens eventually you're helping so many people that the art becomes to it thins itself out because you can't fully work on everything. Yeah. You know, so I just yeah. had to learn how to say no. I was like, sorry. It breaks my heart that I can't help you, but right now I just can't. And it's just like, you got to think about it, bro. Like, if you fuck with me, you're going to want me to be at 100% if I'm a part of anything you're right, doing. Right, right. You feel me? Like, right. if I'm if, if I'm only being able to half-ass that, you're going to be unsatisfied. You're, gonna be, you're not going to be satisfied with the results, and I'm not going to be satisfied right. with my input. So right. it's just like, bro, let's just, whoever, you know, if you got somebody you're trying to work with, then just, you know, work with your people, man. Be patient right. and show right. love, bro. Right, Alan. I think Alan is trying to get your attention. Hey, what's what's your name? Oh, what's up? I, shout out Lithium Pineapple. What's up? Hey, can you talking to the mic? Say hello. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? I like this fucking dress you got on. Cool, cool. Oh yeah. Hey, shout out straight out the den. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's all good. Word up. Shout out straight out the den. Okay, so what have you been listening to lately? Oh man, I've been other than paid in America. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do listen to Paid in America often, but I'm listening to it to find the mistakes that I made. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. You gotta um, do that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm listening to that Ross album hard. I'm listening oh, to a man, lot I gotta, of Ross. I still gotta get around to that. Listen to Ross. I'm listening to Freddie Gibbs right now. Okay. Um, How you feeling about that record? I'm seeing mixed reviews about it. I've only listened to it one time in its entirety, and so far, I like I like what I'm hearing. Okay. Um, but I haven't had a chance to really digest the music. What do you? Okay, hold on. Before we go into the, into into too, into deep, what do you? How do you feel about Freddie Gibbs? I like him. Yeah. I like him. It took me a while. Like honestly, I, I got on to Freddie Gibbs around Pinata. Like I haven't okay. really heard anything prior to that. Yeah. And uh, truth be told, it's Coop Coop. He loves yeah. Freddie. All Gibbs. winning team, bro. They 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 Freddie Gibbs fucking writers. They guys. they they love Freddie Gibbs, and so like hanging around them. Like when we we're hitting the road, like going on tour, that's all. Like in the car, yeah. Freddie Gibbs and Curtis <laughs> is like. So I, I really got to appreciate Freddie Gibbs by being with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I like him. I like him a lot. Um, I yeah. like I like how he creates, and I like, I like what he does in the creation process. But um, I really enjoy yeah. his cadences that he does. In that he that is the music he kind of brings back a lot of the Midwest styles right, that a lot right. of people really. Like, it's not that it's really missing because if you listen to, like, the Migos or a lot of those styles, like, they kind of do it. Mm -hmm. But Freddie Gibbs brings that. It's like a Midwest tinge, you know. If you fuck with Bone Thugs or Do or Die right. or even really 3-6 Mafia, like, Freddie Gibbs has that pocket. And yeah, I really yeah, always does. fuck with it. I'm from Chicago, so it's like I love oh, word. I a know lot that. of that. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Stony Island, bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, I was, well, let me not say I'm from there, but I was born there. I moved to Atlanta. I moved to Decatur when I was five. And I've been living here, you know, I was moving back and forth for a long time until I right. turned about 11, and i just been here, bro. For sure, for sure. A lot of people, and, and shout out my Atlanta born and bred people, a lot of them would be like, bro, if you wasn't born in Grady, you can't claim ATL, oh, no. man. Hey, man, look, check this out. So, I was born in at, at Grady. I was yeah. born in Grady, but I was raised in Macon. I'm from Macon. You asked yeah. me where I'm from, I'm from Macon. Like, yeah. I went to school from kindergarten. To graduate high school that's and make exactly, it. Yeah, that's I'm, exactly I'm what it is with me. Like yeah. I went, just like you said, I graduated, I went to kindergarten, graduated in Atlanta, had my yeah. first kiss. 
all of that shit. Cause you know, like right here, yeah, right here in Atlanta. And it's like this place made me. It made a lot of my, you know, like I learned how to fight. I learned how to, you know, really appreciate like friends. I learned mm -hmm. how to really cultivate friends. You know, there's a lot of black people here, and I've really moved. A, I moved around mm -hmm. for a, a long time, but it was just like Atlanta. They were real accepting, you know, of, I don't know, like, they were real accepting of a lot of energies, man. I went to New York last year mm -hmm. for, uh, not the first time, it's like for the second time, and I shit you not, I was, uh, I was there for about a week, the whole week. I maybe heard. Where were you? I was in, um, I was in Brooklyn, off, Brooklyn, of, okay. off, of, off of Myrtle Ave. If anybody knows, if you know, if you listen to Jay-Z, Myrtle Ave, Marcy Projects, that's like right, right around right the corner from where I was at. I, I, I shit you not, I, it was maybe like. Two times I heard like a, a New York artist being played out of a car or a stereo or a store, like Jay Z or Mob Deep. Right. Everything else, Down Atlanta south. niggas, yep. Young Thug, yep. Migos, designer niggas that sound like they want to be from the south. That's good, brother. You feel me? Good to like, see you. good to see you. Atlanta, shout out to you, my guy. What's your name? Yeah, oh, shout out to my guy, bro. Yeah. Peace, peace, peace. And so I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, we interviewing yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yo, shout out to everything in this Atlanta right now. Atlanta music. Shout out to the Mellow Vibe Show. Y'all tune in every Friday, 8 p.m. on InstinctRadio.net. Shout out to goddamn Good Hennessy and all my peoples, man. Fellas. Oh, yeah, so for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he called out the Good Hennessy Show, man. <laughs> shout out to you. Let's go. We good? We got it? We oh, good? We good? Here, let's get that plug. Okay, cool. Hold on a second. I'm finna give you my phone, guy. But but I but I say that to say that Atlanta. I mean, right now, bro. No matter how how you even wanna how you even wanna run it. We're on top of culture, cause right, period, right. period, period, period. Even even when people feel like, bro, trap music is getting stale, bro, it's gonna, Atlanta, we're gonna redo it, bro. Like it's just Dude, natural. It's, Hold on, I got my background vocalist, not lyrical okay, over yeah, here. Yeah, come, come, come and speak to the mic, young lady. Say what's up. What's up? What's up? How you doing? How you I'm doing? Good, it's good, not good. lyrical here. What's going on? What's hey, going we on? cool and we enjoy. He, he was talking about you earlier. Yeah, looking man, for you. Not lyrical. This is my little suitor, man. Hey, okay. Oh, right. shout out to you, man. Shout out my dude, Kel. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for this city, man. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for a lot of the people that I met. A lot of good energy, man. Jay Good, once again, Oh yeah, bro. for sure. And I'm just feeling, I mean, I'm feeling positive, bro. It was like, uh, what you was talking about, New York is crazy. Like, I was, uh, I was there in October, and um, I, played, I played two sets. I, I DJed two spots. And um, one spot I went to was in, in uh, Brownsville, yeah. Brooklyn. And, you know, I got there, and I was like, you know, I, I wanted to give them... I wanted to give them New York because the whole night I was there, everybody was playing down south stuff. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, the set was, you know, the set was out of out of 10, it was probably like a six. Yeah. Because, like, everybody was vibing. But I didn't want to go there and play no Atlanta stuff. I'm like, I'm in New York, bro. My, that's what they want to hear. Like, I, always, <laughs> like I wanted to go. I always envisioned myself going to New York and, like, playing Biggie and yes. play, playing deep cuts, you know? Dropping, and, dropping Smith and West and Bucktown on right, niggas. Right, right. Like, and just seeing niggas just go crazy. And, you know, I, I, I sensed that they were having a good time. But then I was like, oh, no, they really want this down. So I, was, so I, went, I went to play Juvenile, you know? And then it just it, it was went like crazy. I was like, oh man, come on! And I didn't even go Migos. I didn't do any of that. I was like, no, I'm just gonna give y'all classics. I don't want to go to nothing like new and fresh. But it's just amazing being up there. It was so many artists that performed that sound like they was from Atlanta. Yes. And they was from New York. Yes. I, I, I'm like, what's going on, yes, bro? Yes, bro. Bro, we're hip hop. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to it's say. Here, man. We are hip hop. It's, it, it's we here. are hip hop. If here. you was at Paid in America and you saw what happened that day, bro, that was hip hop. Yeah. You can't put in no like, no matter what kind of like. However you feel about trap rhythms, however you feel about flows, that moment was hip hop, bro. And I just fucking I got I got 
I fucking love it here, bro. Like, Dude, I, I remember you. I, I remember you was like, man. Um, I didn't. I didn't know if I, I should do the beat. I didn't know if I should tell you about the beat. So I was like, man, bro, it was the perfect thing. It like, was so good. It was the break <laughs> in, in in the set. And then it was just like all the energy, dude. It was yes. crazy. It was crazy. Yes. If, and, and it's like I, it's something good like that just offsets. I feel like there's not enough energy like that in hip-hop mm -hmm. where it's more so. I feel like a lot of hip-hop is very competitive by nature. And right, I feel like right. that kind of thing was more so like complimentary. It's like I understand we got a room full of MCs in right, here. Right, right. And it's just like, yo, let's just have, let's just enjoy this shit because let's have fun and That's just it. do let's some. Let's have fun. And, 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 and have people feel comfortable. You know, even folks who was like, they may not have killed it like they wanted to. It just felt good. No, man, it was, like, it was good. It was good vibes all around. That's what it's all about. Just having positive energy and people just enjoying themselves. Yeah. Like, just have fun. It, it, I mean, it's, you can make a mistake as long as you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. you feel me? I was just seeing, man, I feel like we're going to go on forever. I was just it's looking cool. at this um this video about Herbie Hancock talking about how he, when he was playing with, My, with, with Miles Davis mm -hmm. and they were soloing. And Herbie Hancock played this note. It was so wrong. It was so wrong. He was just like, bro, it was like the nastiest shit ever. Yeah. And when he played it, he covered his ears. He was like, ah. But Miles stopped. He stopped for like a second. And then he played some shit that made the wrong note sound right. He made mm. that shit. He made something that made it sound good. And he just kept going. And Herbie was just lost. He was just like, dog. And it was, and it's not, I say that to say Kanye said life is 20% what happens to you, 80% how you react to it. How you react. You feel Absolutely. me? No matter what, like, if we're able to get into, into some shit and adapt, can't beat us. I right. forgot how I even got to that point. No, it's all good. <laughs> but, I mean, you got you to gotta be able to adapt to any situation. Yes. When we got here tonight, the setup, right, didn't know where, like, nobody could really tell me where to set up. <laughs> and I understood it because it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's the time of the event. Everybody's kind of working, trying to figure things out. It was like, dude, just figure it out. So I was like, all right, cool. It's no big deal. I was like, hmm, where would people be? Set up in the hallway, not knowing that this was going to be the spot. And all, I mean, so many people have been coming back and forth. And I was like, it ended up being the dopest thing yeah. that's been here. So I was yeah, like, Yeah, right, I love cool. this energy. It's yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. really feels like, I like this shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I can't wait to the fucking, like, when, when Venture Time ATL 3, it's, it's yeah, going they got to have straight out the den. Y'all got to get, hey, like, y'all got to get, like, it. a fucking sports announcer booth. Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> we're going we gonna to make it work. Like, I, I love the vibe, man. I love the vibe. Us good people. Good food, apparently. I got to figure out getting something to eat at some point. I've been sitting out the whole time. I haven't had anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't ran up your whole interview time. How Dude, long you're this? good. You're good. We've been talking for about 30 minutes, so that's okay. cool. This is good. This is yeah. good. I'm loving this, man. Like I said, I've been waiting to get on the Straight yeah. Out The Damn podcast for so long. This is a legendary moment for me. Dude, this is going to be... I'm just going to separate this one and make it a, a episode by itself anyway. Okay. Yeah, just... So do you have some questions for me? Yeah, dude. Like, so, um, first off... Alan Thomas. Okay. Is that real name or is that artist it's a, name? It's, it's a real name. My name is Alan Edward Thomas. Author, uh, first name, middle name, last name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was named after my uh, grandfather. He died the day I was born. Wow. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of like a. Um, that's like the voice to five nine. Like, I don't know if you heard his. He had a song where, the same day he, he lost his grandmother, the, on the day that he uh, his first child was born. And that same day, I did hear about that. Yeah, and that same shout day. Out, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Shout out Travis. Shout out, shout out DJ Booth.com. Shout out, my man Alan Thomas. This is Yo from DJ Booth. What's Dude, up, guys? Yo, this is Jay Good straight out the den. 
This man, DJ, but hey, man, this no, man, Travis, gotta, yo, is like here, literally gotta, one of the sickest writers. Come back, come he back. One of the sickest writers in hip hop right now. That dude right there, man, like I read his words yes, religiously. Yes, he's nasty, cuz. Like, really read his words That's religiously. As a real hip hop fan, bro, if you yeah. got something to say about you, and then my dude, Willis the Lion, right here, bro, it's real east side city, yeah. is it? Oh my God, bro. And he's rocking the classic rocker. Oh my goodness, you don't <laughs> never see this no more. Hey, hey talk to the mic, Willis. What's up, niggas? <laughs> My name is Willis the Lion. I'm the dopest rapper on the east side. Check that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Shit, do it. Stole him out and in this guy, bro. With, with confidence. Yes, with yes, confidence. Yes. Yeah, man. But um, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was Alan um, Thomas. Yeah, we was talking about Alan Thomas. We talking about you. But no, Um, yeah, let's go for it, man. Go for it. I can't have it. It's too much sugar now. I can't go for that one. But um, no, we're just talking about like, oh, Royce the 5'9". Like that yes. same day. He lost his grandmother. His first child was born, and that was the same day he was introduced to Eminem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he Crazy. talked about it in that song. In the yeah, song, what's the, the name song. of the song? It's off. It's off his. No, yeah. uh, it's off. A, it's not off of layers. It's off of shoot the shooter. Yeah, yeah. But that's both just, crazy albums. Royce is like one of. Oh, he's dope, man. He's dope. I feel like he's. Uh, well, I do think he slept on, but I also think that he's like, dog. Like his style. I love how authentic his like his delivery is, even like in terms of just other Detroit MCs and man, I finna. I'm not finna be a fan all day, bro. Just that's not how it works. Right, right. Because I fucking love rap music. Yeah, man. All right. So here's a question for you. When did you fall in love with rap or um, hip hop? Let me know. When I did you fall like in love with hip hop? I feel like I really don't even know. There was um. There was like I feel like when you black, bro, and you grow up like in places where black people are, hip hop is just there, and you just kind of. I was always there. I was always kind of like exposing myself to newer, different kinds of music. But hip hop, I couldn't. You can't escape that. Right. You know. I feel like there was a moment where it was just like I was getting into like rock music, like Linkin Park or whatever, and at the same time, Three Six Mafia was blowing up. Oh, they was yeah, they yeah. was bumbling in the in, and so in the hallways, bro. You know, break the law, break the right, right, niggas, right Every right. day, niggas was getting sent in the hospital, but I was learning about news. And so it was just like I don't know. I, at one point, I started getting more involved with it. I started writing, and I, I started like really freestyling. Mm -hmm. And like that happened maybe like late high school. And we would just, me and my homies, we would have so much fun with it. And one day, like, we were just recording songs. Like, we were just making songs just, like, just to be, right. just to do it. And we had a homie who was actually going to school for engineering and stuff. And he was like, bro, why are y'all playing around? Hmm. Like, y'all, like, listen to y'all shit, though. Like, niggas is not rapping like y'all. And so we kind of, he we let him gas us up. Right, not right. going to lie to you. We, we let him gas. And we just started just, like, fucking, like, fucking, yeah, we started going hard. Yeah. yeah. No, that shit felt good, too. Man, that's all. Do you remember? Do you remember the, the first time when you were like, "Oh, I really can do this. Like, this is not a hobby. Like, I really can make a career out of this." I feel like I feel like yes, and kind of. I feel like here's here. Okay, I feel like I've kind of had that moment. I mm -hmm. feel like I'm still searching for it. Mm. I still like I'm. I'm still like. What, why? I'm, why do you feel that way? Though? Because. I, at some point, I, well, for one, I'm very critical on myself. I'm okay. Very, I'm okay. very hard on, you know, just really my whole creative process with my own personal stuff. Um, and I just know how good I can be. You know, whenever I listen to a beat or I write something, I always hear it in my head before I record it or before mm -hmm. I put it out. And sometimes it's just not perfect, bro. And I just, like, I have, I've had moments where I've been like, I'm dope. Like, I can rap, and I and I can do it in a way where it sounds like me, mm -hmm. but I just still feel like I'm searching for that mm. perfect, like, that, perf yeah. that perfect Alan Thomas pocket. Okay, got you. So, I mean, you, you're at the point now where you're just, 
you're still experimenting. Like, yeah, like you know, you have a sound though. You, yeah, you, you and I sound. feel like you know what, any real artist is always gonna be experiment, right. experimenting. But you I don't should. know. I just feel like, um, yeah, in in a sense, like mm -hmm. I have like there was a moment maybe last year where I feel like I could listen to my own music and right. enjoy it. I feel like for a long time I just was, I couldn't listen to my own shit. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like I, Man. I, I've had moments where I've been like, I can't, like, especially if it's old, I'll be like, ugh, cringy and stuff. Bruh, I found, like, I, okay, I recently just moved, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when you're moving, you kind of go through stuff and, and get rid of things and so I just came, I found like CDs that had like straight out the damn beats. <laughs> So I popped it in a CD player. <laughs> Mind you, I popped this in a CD player, right? <laughs> I went to listening. And I was like, man, it's, it was so dope, but at the same time, like, so, like, humbling to know where you came yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to know that you were not dope at all. Yeah. <laughs> but you couldn't tell me that. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was just listening to these beats, and I was just like, man, these beats were, like, bad. Like, yeah. not good at all. <laughs> but somebody was telling me, like, man, keep going. Keep going you know what I mean? Guys. But, you know, at the time... I mean, these were beats from probably like early, probably like late high school, probably like early college. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. People know, like, I, I graduated high school in uh, 2002. Okay. And I graduated college in 2006. So, these beats was probably like between 2000 and 2003. And I was just like, ah, this is just not you it. Got, you had them nitty beats. That's what I had. Dude, it was, no, I had beats, like, I've always, like, really been into sampling. But oh, yeah. It was just, you know, just just learning how to okay. sample and learning learning the equipment, and I, you can hear all that in the music. Where it was just like, didn't have a clue about mixing, so I just had bass. You know, at that time, you just wanted your stuff yeah, to yeah, bass. I yeah. had bass like extremely loud. Yeah, claps I'm extremely low. I, I yeah. just recently started getting into production, and yeah. it's like I just turned everything up. I mean, like let's get the drums, everything. I want it loud. Dude, so the best advice I can give anybody that's learning how to mix, <laughs> mix low as possible yeah yep yep just like and turn it up in the post yeah because if you can hear if i can hear it at a low level if i can hear everything at a low level then you're going to be able to hear everything at a high yep. level so just mix mix super low i've even heard people say mix with one monitor like mix in mono yeah so yep. once you uh you know stereo once you uh, basically mix with one speaker on and so once you put every, because if you can hear everything in one speaker, then you're gonna hear everything. That's the theory is you can hear everything in two speakers. So I heard uh, Ali from TDE does that. Actually, I think that's where I heard yeah. it from. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just mixing, mixing mono. Um, but yeah, I mix everything low, and it's just crazy, like trying to explain that to, to yeah. artists. Like, yeah. I get, I'll get like when I'm, I'm working on stuff, projects. Like, I mean, I'll because get, you gotta think, bro. I yeah. like, I like music, bro. I like listening to my shit, and I like it to bump. Right. I, I, if I get, if I'm in the core, I want my shit to fucking like absolutely. <laughs> and so I want I, niggas to feel uncomfortable when they hear my shit. Right, <laughs> but you know, I, I tell artists like, look, bro, like I'm mixing it low, so when I go to mastering, it'll bring it up. Yeah, but I can't mix it. And I can't mix this and, and export it at zero dB, <laughs> and then you want me to go to mastering. Like, no, it's gonna sound horrible. So you got to leave some headroom. We're getting into like engineer talk right now, or whatever. But <laughs> you got to leave headspace. So I mix everything low, probably like mix down to like negative six dB. Okay. And then when I go to mastering, turn this shit up. Turn it up. Turn what it do up. you use to? Uh, what do you use to make beats? Are you FL? Uh, no, no. Actually, um, I use like secret weapon reasons five. You use reason? Reason five. So specifically make reason five to make beats. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I use that, and I, mean, and, and I use Pro Tools, too. Like, you know, I'll move stuff over 
uh, the Pro Tools and kind of, you know, tweak, do some certain tweaks. But yeah, I sample in, in the NNXT, um, sometimes in the NN16. Um, I've had an MP before. Love, lo love the, the warmth of an MP. I made some of my, my um, some of my personal favorites I made with the MP, but it was just the time it takes is so slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so slow, bro. Like, it, it, you I don't know if you know Stolen Drums. You know Stolen Drums? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Stolen Drums, Stolen man. Drums. He, got the, he, has his, uh, he has his show where he makes beats live uh, called Beats and Chill, very, bro. Yeah, very and he's fucking just, like, watching him do it is a process. Like, the NPC is a fucking, like, you got to know what you're doing you to know with that doing. thing. It's it a really good, right, yeah. But but it's a sound that comes out of that type of equipment that you, you, you can't, can't, get you can't replicate. You can't get in nothing else. Can't replicate it. Man, I think, and you know what? Shout out to the resurge. Really, like, there's a resurgence of really that kind of style of beat, you know, on the low, low, like, on the underground type scene. And I really just, I love that kind of sound. I really just, like, I feel like. Hip hop is, it's not really going nowhere, but it's really, I'm, I'm enjoying this resurgence of right. it. I feel like it's a new little flavor of it. And I think it has to do with the climate, mm -hmm. you know, as far as, you know, socially what we're going through. But it's just, I think it was always kind of been like this, you know, like it's for the past couple of years, it's been right. a, a, a new kind of flavor in hip hop, a fervor. And I'm digging it. It's all, that's what it's all about, man. Just hip hop constantly evolves. Things change. Mm-hmm. People experiment with new sounds. A new sound comes in. People try to replicate that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. once that sound gets super replicated, somebody comes, somebody comes in with another yep, sound. Yep, yep. And then that sound, it, it's just a cycle. Everything continues to happen. Um, I'll, I'll say for me, like, on a production tip, I have my own way of creating. Yeah. I don't focus in on a sound. Like, what I do, because I don't care about, it's crazy saying this as a producer, but I don't care about my beat being the... In, in, in the front. Yeah. Like, if I was to work with you, we're going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation. Yep. We're yep. going to talk about what we want to do and we're going to create. Yep. And we're going to go build from scratch. I build from scratch with any artist that I work with. I don't send, I don't like sending tracks. I'm the because, same way. Yeah, if I send you a track, I don't know what you're going to do with it. I'm a producer. It's a different energy. A if you're not a creative, you're not going to get it. It's a different energy when you're in a room with somebody and y'all are making something. Absolutely. It's just different, period. It got to be, I got I to gotta work like that. And so when you're working like that and creating, you can really build something solid because I know right in if I'm making a beat in front of you and if it ain't making your face turn, we gotta go somewhere else. Toss it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is not the one. Let's let's work on something else. Yep. Let's not force it. You know yep. what I mean? So I, I love having that type of interaction, and that's the way I like to create. I build from scratch with any artist that I work with, and we move from that point. And I want to be involved. I want to tell you when I don't like a line. I want to yep. tell you. Yeah. Um, you're a producer, bro. Oh, you're, no, you're, producer, you're, you're, not, you're not just I'm a not beat, beat maker. You're, you're a, a producer. Beat maker. I don't, you know, I, I want to find the perfect beat for, for your vocals and then marry them together and we make the perfect song. That's what I want to do. I don't want my beat, like, you know how Timbaland, no matter who Timbaland works with, he sounds like he Timbaland? He finds that pocket. He finds he that finds pocket it. for everybody. For everybody. I don't, I, my, my biggest fear in production, I never want to make a beat and have people ask me, oh, I want to, I want, give me a beat like that. I hate it. I don't. I can't. I can't create that. Recreate that moment. I can't oh boy, do it. Said that shit. I can't make the same record of jam twice, bro. I'm too nice for that. I'm too. I'm too dope to fucking make the same dope too. I can't. I can't recreate that moment. That was a moment me? when we made that. You feel me? So I gotta recreate. I gotta create a moment with you, that we can have other people try to. They want to be in that moment. They want right. to. Feel, they feel that where they. Man, they. I like. I like making stuff where people feel like they're somewhere else. Hold on, Creatrix in the. Hold on. 
There's a, there's, a, there's a young lady over there who's real flame at the art. Hey, Creatress, how you doing? Can you come over here real quick? Come, come on, come on, come over here real quick. First thing, shout out to her, man. Oh, yeah. What's up? I got <laughs> this young lady, Creatress, over here. We got a young, a, a very dope creative. Talking to the mic straight out the den, please. Hello, guys. Hello, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. How That's about great. You? And what's your name again? My name is Creatrix. Creatrix. That's C R E A T R I X. Like just for kids. <laughs> are you how are you feeling adventure time? I'm fucking with it. You know, I was here this time last year, got a different little setup, you know. Mm -hmm. Same good vibes, That's great dope. crowd, you know. So like all, all art, this is you. This is all your art over here. Oh yeah, that's me. And then I'm I have two crayon pieces um next to my art featuring the lovely Seven Soul. Gotta shout out my bro. That's dope. Shout out I, my dude I, Seven. I love art. Like I, I always wanted to be able to do that. I don't got the patience. I don't have I don't the have patience. I don't have the patience. I get that's one of the biggest lessons with painting is patience. The bigger I the bigger I got canvas wise, like I had to let myself take my time. There's right. no rush with the creative process. It's like it's like I, I feel like even with with making music, like if I feel like if I if the song isn't like if it's if it's not right out like yeah. right then I'm just gonna start hating it. Yeah. You know, like I, I do I get impatient like that. Maybe it's like a gift and a curse because sometimes you can make something dope if you just kind of work on it. But I can't help it, y'all. Shout out to you, creatures. Shout out to everybody who came through. I know we got a couple of listeners that might have been in and out, but you know it's still popping. We still got performers going. You know? Oh yeah. What Shout time is social it? media? What's your social media? Social media, you can catch me on everything, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at AM underscore Creatrix. That's real branding right there, because I need to get my shit on lock like that. I got like three different names. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I got to change it. Yeah, you're right. I think we're going to Everything gonna... the same, man. It's just too many Alan Thomases out there, man. I'm, I'm slick finna just start reporting niggas, because it's like straight up just like, oh, I'm telling. Give me yeah. my fucking name. <laughs> And it's just like, no, bro, I want to. Yeah, that's no. so booty. I'm not been to Alan uh, Thomas 3. Like, no, that's just no, no, no. Maybe, maybe be like Alan Thomas ATL or something. We'll figure it out. Well, the Alan Thomas backwards works. I like that, too. But people always go like Salmonella. Like, they think it's like. Oh, bro, like, real talk. Uh, when I first saw your name, I was confused. I'm like, man, <laughs> what is it? And then it took me. I was like, oh, that's Alan Thomas backwards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so much funny. Man. Okay, so, look, let me, let's talk about some hip-hop nerd shit. So, okay. how do you feel about uh, the Nicki and Remy uh, beef, quote-unquote? Um, at one point, I thought it was cool initially. And then it got to the point where it was kind of like, uh. It shit got weird quick. It got weird. It when got it, weird. When Nikki sued, I was like, "Come on, man!" It got, it and got then when weird she put quick. the when, then when she brought the the disc back, that was kind of weird. I was like, "Come on, man!" Yeah, like, I, I'm I'm all about like let's just like create, yeah. create, and if you if you don't like somebody, put it in the record, and then like let's just go from there. I don't want it to get. Thank you. Just, thank you, yeah, thank you. It was just it was like uh it, it started great, and then it got to the point where it was like okay now. We're just trying to get attention. It yeah. didn't feel. It didn't. Yeah. It went from like genuine to like, uh, this is just for show. It's almost like it's almost like the curtain got lifted. It's like, oh, now we can tell this shit ain't real. Like, right, come right, on, cause right. it's like, it's right. way. Okay, so how you feel about how you feel about the Ken, the heart part four? Man, I, I I love Kendrick. I think the song was uh, hyped a little bit too yeah. much. Um, I love that song. I I love it. <laughs> I love the song too. I think it was. I think the song was cool. But I, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Kendrick. So yeah. you know, when, being a huge fan of Kendrick, I have to purposely fall back and not get like too hype about about, about the records. But I was, um, you know, yeah. We one second. No, oh, bro, hold, 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 hold on, hold on one second. Go ahead. Go ahead. So like, um, 
But we were the just, heart part too is a crazy. That that song made me a fan of Kendrick Lamar. So it's like you put that heart. It's like bro, niggas yeah, already gonna yeah. be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um the crazy thing is though. It's just I, I mean I look. I'm waiting. Oh, we good. We good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting for um, just the music. I want to hear the I want to hear the full body of work because yeah. I know taking it like that song is probably not even gonna be on the project. Yeah, like More I know it's, it's probably not gonna be on the project at all. You know Same thing I mean? with J Cole when he called out Kanye. I mean, he didn't put yeah, the tracks on the album. On, he didn't put it on the album. You know, but I I feel like you know it's artistic expression. Say what you're gonna say, but the thing that tripped me out about that whole song was like he told people. Don't you know say my name if you're gonna diss me and then he didn't say anybody's name when he dissed him. I thought that was I thought Ooh, that was me. I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's crazy. But I, but the I want to hear Big Sean go back at him. Big Sean to me, bro, that's what's one of my on, what's up, cuz I feel like he's one of my favorite. What's up, guy? I remember you. What's going on? He's one of the, I feel like niggas sleep on his pen very, right. very hardly, bro. And oh, yeah, I want to yeah, hear, yeah. I feel like a big song come from, that comes from that. That's that Detroit dude, Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah and I mean, he, if you do your research on my guy, you know, I'm not, I wasn't always a big fan of Big Sean, but it's like, if... He can that, rap. Yeah, and that, if that really, I, I don't know, and I don't know, do you, I don't know if you feel like it was about Big Sean or not. Like, um, I think, I think it's, it's layered. It's very layered. I think, I think it was about more, more people than Big Sean. I just think that he got kind of caught in the crossfire. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's a blanket statement. It's for yeah. everybody. Just like you say, he ain't say nobody. It's still subliminal. Yeah, it, you know? It's still subliminal. But I think it. You know, Kendrick is Kendrick understands yeah. how the climate of music works. Like he said, he was gonna make an album about God. People didn't like that idea. So I give you this record where it feels like I'm coming at somebody. Yeah. Now y'all paying attention. And then he come back with, with the, the video humble with the track. humble. That shit is and crazy. If you look at the video and listen to the to the words, he's still on some God talk. Yeah. But. He put it in a way that was easy, obtainable for people to like, oh, like, okay, you're not even digesting that. The dude is really telling you to be yeah. humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You miss it. It's just yeah. like swimming pools where he talk about alcoholism, but all you hear is pull up, yep. drink, yep. you know, headshot, drink. You're not missing. He's like, sit down, be humble. That sit nigga up. Kendrick, bro. He dope. That, 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 nigga, that nigga slick. I feel like a lot of people, sometimes people feel like Drake might be the Beyonce of rap right now, but I mm. feel like Kendrick is the one that whenever he puts something out, he always throw the wrench. He always, it's always niggas every single time they switch up when Kendrick puts something out, bro. Right. He, he's innovative, man. And the thing is, like, okay, me and my homeboy, we was talking about this the other day. Like, Good Kid, Mad City was the album, the, I like, this is my term that I like to use. Like, it's called get in the car music. So here's the thing. When somebody get in the car with you, what's the one thing that they absolutely cannot do? Change, change the, change, don't change, touch the radio, Don't touch the radio, right? So... Once I get you, I got to get you in the car first. I got to get you to ride with me. So I give you some music that's easy to listen to. Oh, bro. Get you in the car. You can ride with me. Good but kid, bro. That's going all that's the way good, through, bro. So, like, good kid in the Mad City got you in the car. Now that we riding, I'm going to put on the Pimper Butterfly. That's it. Now to you got to listen. Too. You got to listen that's, and you got to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now that I'm riding, now we down 85. We down 85. You've been riding with me. You, you, you getting where I'm going. Now I'm going to give you something else just in case you want to get out of the car. I'm like, no, nah, bro. Like, okay. Be that humble. Unti- yeah. like, be humble. Just that in case you want to get out of the master car. Is a crazy, is a crazy yeah. little record, too, cuz. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like Kendrick knows. He, he's telling a specific story that it's kind of like early in Kanye's career when Kanye was saying, like, this, 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 and this. Like, I know what I want to do. This brother here, look, man. We've met a couple of times. I think we met at, um, we met at Ireland, but no, we, Rapper's Delight at Music Room. Rappers oh like, yeah, with Garrett. Garrett, but shout out my dude Garrett, yeah, bro. Garrett real Southside shit. Dude, your words are beautiful. Your words are beautiful. And nigga pen for real changing the game, bro. Duh, like, like for real. <laughs> your words are I just love your perspective. We are talking to yo, he he writes for um 
djboo.net. As a matter of fact, hey, you know what? Yo might be able to have some good opinions on this. We was just talking about um, we was talking about the heart uh, part four, and um, and I, like really like as far as like the racing. One thing Jay Good brought up was the fact that Kendrick said in the song he was like, "Don't you know if you gonna say my name, don't you know say my name?" But the whole song he ain't say nobody. He didn't name. say nobody name. It was just like <laughs> it's like you know all I mean? subliminal. You, you, you. Shout out my man Alan Thomas, man. Right, right, for sure. We, we go back, <laughs> but this this Kendrick record, I want to say strategically, is what K Dot does. Right, I feel right. Like with control, he already showed I can say names, but mm -hmm. you, whoever this unnamed adversary is, refuses. Right, and I think right. that's the problem. It's almost like to me, this is a bait record. Control Absolutely. was a bait record. Absolutely, Nick didn't take the bait. What did he have? Back to back. Right. With Kendrick, this right now, this this humble, yeah, little bitch. I'm just, Bruh. I'm just saying. So if you hear it on the radio, who you gonna think it's about? I think it's, a, I think it's about Sean. I think, I think it's, about, I think it's I about, think about Sean. A couple people, but I do think it's about Sean. I, I think it's targeted at Sean. I think it's targeted at Sean. I feel like right now it's a radio game. Mm. Can I make a hit that can be played in clubs? Right. But Drake said he didn't want Meek to ever forget back to back. To me, that's a dagger every time he walks in the club, right? It's so, gonna come on. So you what, gotta play so it. What's Kendrick playing right now? Be humble. Has this not been the most Kendrick radio record we've ever heard? Ever. Immediately ever. though. Immediately. That's it. That's a flame ass record. To be Immediately. humble. It, it is real West Side, like it's real West Coast reminiscent. Cause I can oh, hear yeah. YG over that shit. Right. Hold on, I gotta shout out Ron Shirley in the building. Ron man. Shirley in the Ron building. Yo, it's me. I'm back once again. Ron Shirley in the building. Straight out the Danning. And we Alan here. Thomas. Ron Shirley in this BIA. Hey bro. Do, 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 in the building. Yo, that yeah. was yo in the building, so yo, like, the you building, know what man. it is, bro. Hey, I love to just see culture, man. All this culture, like, right here come together. I think, we're actually, I think we're uh, actually, I think Josh just passed, said they about to wrap it up soon. Oh, yeah. Shout out my dude, the letter M in the building, man. Real Eastside sitting in this oh, building. Oh, yeah, we talked to him earlier, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah y'all talked to him. Shout out to Eastside, 4, yeah. 4, 6, 7, 8, 7, 7, oh, shit, yeah. you did. Uh, Wesley Chapel, bro, that's where we oh, at, bro. Yeah. Man, so, um, let me see, um... I feel like I just had a bunch of questions, man. I always, I love talking to real hip hop. Oh man, it's I like talking good, to hip hop bro. folks. This, about, is, this is what it's about. It's, it's what do you feel about. like? How do you feel about? Um, I read something about where the direction of like hip hop vocals are going. I don't know if you heard this dude Smino from mm -mm. Chicago. Mm -mm. Okay, well, you know, did you listen to the Jid record? Yeah, 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 yeah. So a lot of the Jid record was like it was real rappy, but he kind of got a little melody. He found a yeah. He got a little melody kind of, and it's like I feel like a lot of hip hop. Might be leaning in that direction going going forward. How, do I you, think do you, you see that. I mean, the thing is, melody has always been in hip hop. That's the thing, right? Melody has always been there. I mean, here's the thing about melody: for people to digest hip hop, they need melody because yeah. if they get melody now, they they fall into pocket with like because one one thing somebody told I forgot their name, but they said the reason why how people make hit records. They make records to where anybody can sing along. Yeah. Like, you yep. ever notice the people that can, like, really, really sing have a hard time making hit records? Yeah. Like, I want to make something where, like, the, the regular why, person can just sing that shit, bro. Like, when Drake sings off key and we accept it, we love it because we feel we can do it. Now, if, if when Beyonce come in and do something, like, extravagant, you don't feel like you really can sing like Baby, it's you. Like, like we can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that. She's earned. She's earned it. So like, we love her for her. Beyonce fighting me. Yeah, I but like, <laughs> bro, like when we hear Drake, know that he's not hitting those notes. I've been down so long it looked look like, like up to me. me. <laughs> they look up, like 
it's so we like, oh man, I can, you, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. And you singing along, you yep. know what I mean? So that's that's making and it, it keeps hit it simple, cause it is simple enough because you can relate to that shit. Right, Everybody be right. relating that shit, cause that's a good Absolutely. songwriter, bro. Yeah, but it, with anybody, it is, it's, 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 it's crafty songwriter. That's exactly what oh, it is. Oh man, exactly man, what I, it is. I, I ain't got no more questions, cause I mean, man, we. we 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 riding, bro. We've been talking for like fifty five minutes. We literally got a, a full episode in. Really, man, we got a full episode. I told I mean, you, I'm we, gonna, can, we can keep going. Hey, man, like we it. good. Like I'm 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 chilling. I'm yeah. Chilling. So okay, I mean? so who could you do? You have a top five? Yes. Who's, I just wrote an article uh, a couple of weeks ago about the the moment I realized that Big Boy was in my top five. Okay. What did so, you talk about that? All right, so the people that that know me know that I'm an Outcast fan for right. life, right? If you so, listen to if you listen to the production, it's not no secret. Oh, it's no it's no secret that Organized Noise and Earth Tone Three, which even is that, with the winning team, like y'all whole oh, yeah, thing going on, it's, it's there. It's there. So, Three Stacks is my top. He's my top. So my number one is Three Stacks. Okay. My that's number a, that's two a good number one. is Jay Z. Okay. That's a my good number, number three two. is Common. That's interesting. My so number. Been, I love Common, but keep going. My number four is Big Boy. Okay. My number five fluctuates. It goes. Who, oh, okay, go ahead. It fluctuates. So sometimes it's Biggie. Sometimes it's Tupac. Sometimes it's Scarface. Sometimes you know it's Lil Wayne. Like that number five spot is it's iffy. Okay. I like a lot of people in there. You know what I mean? But that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But, but my his top five. But yeah. my top three never changes. It's always three stats. Jay Z. Common. Common. And the reason this is how I pick my picks. Can I live and die with your catalog? Like if if all I had was Outkast catalog, and I could have perfect, that, else, that's, that's perfect, bro. It's perfect. If if that's all they don't I have, had, a, they don't have a bad record. They in don't. My opinion. And, and look, the people, the record that people think is bad, Idlewild. Go back and listen. That's to it That's a now. fucking beautiful go back and record. Listen to it. Niggas don't. I feel like if any if any album, honestly, you could really take out of Outkast discography, and niggas might hate me for this, but I feel like Stank On You probably the weakest album. Absolutely. I feel, like I feel, I feel that too. I feel like it was way too many songs. Yeah. I feel like it was a lot of experimentation that they didn't have to necessarily go into. But I get it. I know why they did it. But yeah, stay it's, on and it. It's yeah. A, and it's still a hard ass album. It's still, still hard. They, they weakest album still better than whole, niggas' whole discographies out right. here. Right. Their, their weakest album is probably like, you know, 3.75 to a 4. Yeah. You feel I mean, me? And it's still great. You know what I'm saying? It's I love great. that. And I mean, that's from a music nerd. Like, I, I love music. Right. If a regular person go listen to Stank On You and be like, I love this. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's the thing. That's that's where I'm at with, with, with that. So my top three doesn't deep. And, and a lot of people, when I say common, people are like, man, common? But niggas sleep on common. They sleep Even on common. Even though I wouldn't necessarily put him in my top five, people definitely sleep on his pen. His At his pen. His pen. It's like people get lost in the hole, the conscious thing. They get lost in that, and they don't realize he's got... Bars his, on bars on his bars, bars on bars. Like, he I, will bar your ass up. I love his cadence. I love I love what he raps about, and I love his beat selection for the most part. Yeah, you know I what love I mean? his beat selection. That's I mean, if you listen to Alan Thomas, you know good and well I come from that Soul Aquarians, Neo Soul, right. School of fucking just School of Audio, man. That's that whole pocket is just it's flawless to me because I like so. That's why with my top five, I, I have to look at everything. I have to look at lyricism. I got to look at like likability. I got to look at catalog, all of that. Like for me. Nas is in a lot of people's top five. I like Nas a lot. He'd probably be in my top five. But for me, when I go back and listen to most of Nas' albums, I don't enjoy all of the albums because I don't like the production that he chooses sometimes. But Nas can rap. He rap better than a lot of people. A lot of people. He rap better than a whole lot of people. A lot of people. He rap better than a lot of people in my top five. It's yeah. just it's the music. You feel like it's a, it's a whole thing. And I guess I can get that. I can get that. 
You know, okay, so let me, I think in my top five, I don't think I have a number one. I don't think I have a number one, but I feel like, and I really, it's hard for me to put it in order either. Like, I don't really yeah, think I have a real order. Don't go with order. Just, but I know, you know that, I know Jay is in there. Jay's definitely in there, yeah. I really, I mean, I know Nas is in there. Nas mm -hmm. is definitely, like, one of my favorites. Um, I will put Q-Tip in my top, in my top five. And not, and, and, and you know, as an MC, because he completely gets pocket. That's right, some. Right. That's one thing that I cherish as an MC, as a as someone who likes music. I love someone who can sonically get in the pocket, and it see, and they make it feel effortless. Cause right. people and Biggie. That's why Biggie would kind of be in my top five too, because his, his pocket is is effortless, and the storytelling just made. I, MCs who make it look easy are like, dog, can't really right. fuck with them. Most Def. Most Def is dope. Another one in my, you know. In my time, and then he slept on too, but I, I tell you one thing though: before it's all said and done, Kendrick is gonna be in my top five. Yeah, I think I so just too. can't. I can't put him there now, even though his catalog is better than a lot of a lot of rappers' catalog. I just can't put him there. Better, now. You he gotta, gotta earn that. He spot. got a better catalog than Biggie right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that. Those are facts. Yeah. People are gonna be upset with us, but that's real. I think. I mean, he got he, he put out another. He, he got another classic. He's gonna have more better albums than Tupac. Absolutely. I mean that it's, it's just you know I've learned that it's early. So when it's do early, think, do you think that Jay Z has a better discography than Tupac? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, here's the thing, right? I grew up a Tupac fan. Tupac was Tupac and Mystical was my first two like top. <laughs> you know that's what I grew up on. I was such a Tupac fan that when Dr. Dre, who was one of my favorite producers of yeah. all time, when he left Death Row, I didn't like him. Because Tupac, like, I was a Tupac stan. Like, I damn near cried when Tupac died. Like, damn. I was, like, really a, a fan. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, just seeing that. But, like, as I grew older, I was just like, you know, Tupac catalog just went solid. He just created too much for me. He And there's nothing wrong with creating a lot. You just don't put out everything. But sometimes I feel like you you don't, it, you don't, you, you can't really digest all of it when it just comes like that. You can't. You can't. I'm, I'm all about, like. As you like, even though like, now, don't get me wrong. Jay Z dropped the album every year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying for like nine years straight or whatever. Yeah, but it was quality. Jay Z only I had Jay Z. Okay, reasonable doubt. Quality. Yeah, Volume One and Volume Two quality. Right. A lot of people sleep on Volume One because of Sunshine and like a couple other. No, that's uh, a good album. Bad Boy influence album. Uh, I mean, record. that's a good album. But I mean, it's like if you if you were there. I feel like that album may not kind of stand the test of time. No. But if you were if you were there when it came out, like I feel like. Hard Knock Life was Volume Two, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Volume Two. That's when I became a Jay Z fan. Right, that was around the same time too for me. Like when Jigga What came, Jigga What was my favorite. Right. That's that's still, that's still one of my favorite Jay Z songs. But that was the one that made me go like, I want to listen to this dude. Right. And then niggas went back. Um, but Volume One, like I love, I love the In My Lifetime remix. Yeah. That's a great song. People don't even. That's like a low like. That, that you gotta really in the know. Dungeon Jay Z kind of track, cause. But you know, I, I think about it. To me, the blemishes that Jay Z has, Matt Carter was a blemish. Yeah. Um, Blueprint three was Blue, Blueprint three was a blemish. I feel like, uh, uh, um, what's the one with the Beach House? The Dynasty had yeah, had, Dynasty Rock. Oh, oh and Kingdom Come was the obvious blemish. Yeah, King, Kingdom Come was a blemish. He got he had, he low key got four like he's got he's got. I feel like his only class he Reasonable Doubt, Black Blueprint. Album. Yeah, Blueprint and Black Album are his classics. Yeah, those are the albums that it's like. And a, and, and American Gangsta, my personal. 
Don't you feel like that's a classic, though? I feel like I would put that next to the volume 1s and 2s. Like, those are good ones, but it's like if you weren't there, it might not get you. Gotta, you got to be there. I mean, I, I think what hurt American Gangster was the intro. And um, he really didn't need Hello, Brooklyn. It was, cool. it was a lot. It was a lot of songs that were just kind of like, all right. You didn't need. Like, he could have dropped, like, three songs off of it, and it would have been okay. You know what I mean? But I still I liked it way more than uh, some other things. But for me, like, yeah, the top albums, it... Sometimes I put Reasonable Doubt over uh, Blueprint, but it's just because I live through Blueprint. So I, I connect with Blueprint a little bit more because I, I live through doubt. it. So, I love Reasonable Doubt. Oh, yeah, That's Reasonable Doubt is, is classic. Like, when you go back and listen to he was ahead of his time. Yeah. I think for me, like, they always flip-flop, but, like, I put Blueprint ahead because I lived through it, and that was really what I was yeah. going through. So Blueprint, Reasonable Doubt, Black Album. Those are unbl- Like, there's no... Those are perfect albums. They're perfect to albums. Me, to even, me. even though he didn't need... Um, Jigga, jigga, that nigga. Jigga. He didn't ah. need that. He didn't need it. I love that song. But that was cool. that was when I was in my Jay Z stand phase. Yeah, with the track you know, stars. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you? I feel like, I feel like right now Drake is following that that oh, that Jay Z blueprint. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I do feel like that. Like I've said, this I feel before. like more life is his Dynasty Rock La Familia. Dude, we didn't say. I feel like, <laughs> like I've I've said this and like I'll say it and people look at me like I'm crazy. I was like. Drake is the Jay-Z of our time. And here's what I here, here's the easiest way for me to sum it up. We know that they're both great, but Jay-Z gonna give you a uh all right verse every now and then. Yeah. Drake gonna give you a uh, uh all right, right verse every now and yeah. then. But people are gonna love it because they just super fans. But when it when it's all said and done, catalog-wise, we're probably gonna have like three or four Drake records that we love. Yeah. The rest of them are just gonna be cool. Yep, yep. Like, yep. I mean, like we we Take care. People are gonna take take care, even though I'm not a take care fan at but they, all. But I mean, it's like it's one that's of those. Gonna, that's gonna people you're gonna people you're gonna have to fight a Drake fan to say that take care not right. a good album. Take care. What the first album? Um, uh, uh, thank me later. Thank me later. Really, his the mixtape, the so far gone mixtape, was really like that's one of those things that people are gonna remember when they remember. talk about his legacy. Like that, that's his reasonable doubt, I guess, in a sense. In a sense. But he's gonna have those that like okay that and then he he's gonna have a few blemishes like views is, it's yeah. o- it's it's okay. Yeah, it's, I, mean, I mean it's a pop record. I, yeah. I feel like it's a pop record. That's when he knew that he was gonna kind of move towards that direction. I feel like he's right. gonna not really. He's gonna. I mean, I feel like at one point if you were a, if you were a Jay Z fan, you saw him turn more poppy after as time went on. Where, where was that turn pop for, for you? I think that um. Big Pimpin' was a real, like, sign for me that I was, like, I could see him getting heavy, like, crystal kind of phase. That's, yeah. what, that's what we called it, like, the crystal yeah. phase. And Big Pimpin' was when it was just, like, Jay-Z was just, like... It was too big. All it was the like... fucking... And him and Pharrell was just killing records with each other because Pharrell, like... Oh, let's talk... Okay, let's, let's talk about top five producers because... Oh, man. I, I know was... I, I, got, I got a top five producer. All right, so my top five producers in no particular order... Because I can't really put these in order, but I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, organized Noise. Yeah. Earth Tone 3. Uh, those are the dudes who used who were also fucking with Outkast. No, that's actually, of, that's, that's actually Outkast and Mr. DJ. Collectively are Earth Tone 3. Okay. Never heard of that. All of Equimini. They pretty much produce all of Equimini, like, with a couple of, you know, sprinkles here with Organized mm-hmm. Noise. I, I, dude, okay, I don't want to break this here, but... I'm right. I'm working on an article right now. Is the day that I realized that Earth Tone Three was better than Organized Noise? Yeah. I, I just I started listing all of my favorite Outkast records, and I realized that Organized Noise is producing. When I seen them. the Organized Noise documentary, they said that 
after the first album, Outkast started producing everything. Yeah, that was so like like elevators. Yeah, that's that's Earth yeah. Tone Three. Yeah, De La Soul was the same way too. After you a know, while, when they stopped messing with Prince Paul, De La Soul started producing all their own records. And it's like you didn't realize it because you were so like the sound was you know it was inspired. It was because it's just like I mean they just kind of knew their pocket. And it's just like, you know, sometimes you just be like that because, I okay, keep going, so, Earth so, Tone 3. So we got Organized Noise, Earth Tone 3. We got Dr. Dre. Okay. We got uh, probably like Just Blaze. Okay. You know. Those um, ones. And <laughs> probably Timberland. Okay. That's a good one. Um, Those are good ones. Those I like, good I like, ones. I mean, I, it's so many, like, like between Timberland for I almost bunched them like Timberland, Pharrell, like they just so innovative, man. All of that. I feel like that. What's up? What's up, my guy? What's your name, bro? Rose. Rose. What's up, dude? Have anybody ever told you, you look like Michael Vick? Everybody tells me I look like Michael Vick. I don't know why. Dude, you look like <laughs> Michael Vick, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, what's good? Yeah, yeah. Straightoutthedin.com, bro. Huh? Straightoutthedin.com, man. Straightoutthedin.com. Shout out to Rose and shout out to. Alan Thomas, Jay Good, man. Jay Good. Yeah. Hey, and, Tom and Thomas. Alan Thomas. Alan Thomas. I'm tripping, bro. It's all good, bro. Thank Shout you, bro. Thank you. What's up, bro? Yo, so look, my top five, let me tell you, my top five, I would have, I would have Jay Dilla. I mean, you know, I, I feel like my shit is going to be real millennial. I would it's have all, Jay Dilla. Yeah, it's all good. Um, uh, let me see. Jay Dilla. I would have I would have uh, Neptune's Pharrell and Chad. Right, right, um, right. That's special. You got to do that. Um. Uh, organized noise. Yes. They're definitely in my top five. Q-tip. Um, no, 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 uh, no. I would actually take Q-tip out because I got Jay Dillon there. Kanye. Kanye um, special. And DJ Premier. That's solid. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, DJ Premier is definitely one of them. Like, I feel like he's quietly, like, I love his, like, I love how he moves because he's quietly one of the most solid so producers. Like, it. if you hear him on a song, like, you, it's kind of, you know it's it. always going to be a wavy kind of song. You like, know he it. Just, you know he it. has that pocket. And I just fucking love it. Are they packing up on us? I think they are. Damn. They are packing up. Shout out to Ties, man. She's been holding it down on the side. Hey, thank you. <laughs> thank you, for real. Because, like, you're a very patient person. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've been sitting here for an hour. We didn't expect for it to be an hour, but you're patient. Yeah. Thank you, for real. That's respect and love, for real. Uh, so we should probably wrap this shit up. Let's wrap it up, man. So look, bro, like, look, we've been talking all this time. Tell the people how can they connect with you, social media. Thank you for rocking with Straight Out the Damn, yeah, man. man. I love it. Of course, it. man. My name is Alan Thomas, Alan Edward Thomas. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Alan Thomas. You can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Alan Thomas. It's all one word, A-L-L-E-N-T-H-O-M-A-S. You can find me on Twitter at Alan Thomas backwards. So it's going to be at sign S-A-M-O-H-T-N-E-L-L-A, like Samanella. <laughs> Rewind this part if you didn't get it. <laughs> um, and uh, you can find me on Bandcamp at thefamilyorchestra.bandcamp.com. As always, man, Alan Thomas, I'm always working on new music, and I'm always out in Atlanta, man. If you're out here, if you're out in Atlanta, come holler at me. I'm on the east on all the day, east every side. day. This is Alan Thomas, a.k.a. Divine Being, a.k.a. The Weatherman, a.k.a. Selector Forecast, <laughs> a.k.a. The Archbishop of Decatur. Bitch is Decatur in this guy. Shout out Jay Good, cuz. Hey, man, it's all good, bro. It's all love. I always remember, like, um, 
that beginning of uh, Coop's record, like uh, when you talk about man, it's like it's it's funny out here on the east side, man. It's like it's yeah. a different world on the east side. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's, it's different on that the east. That was such a funny ass session, cause like, yeah, Jacob, man, Jacob is my favorite. It's one of my favorite dudes to work with. Yeah, man, he's, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, good man. Dude. But shout out to you, Jacob. All bro. good, man. So look, man, like always, man, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. I'm Jay Good, aka Last Name Good, of the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. He's Alan Thomas. Do, do, do. You're we out, man. Peace.